The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. This week, the Supreme Court of Virginia shared drafts of what state and congressional voting districts could look like for a decade in the Commonwealth. As Patrick Larson reports, the proposals draw some current legislators out of their districts. As the maps are drawn now, Democratic Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger would live almost 50 miles outside District 7, which she represents. Though congressional lawmakers only have to live in the state they're representing, some are questioning if other strong Democrats will run next in the 7th. The district will be less competitive than in the past. Democrats are expected to hold a 20% advantage based on recent voting data. Spanberger did not respond to VPM's request for comment on the draft map or her plans for the future, but she is able to submit public comment to the state Supreme Court. Patrick Larson, VPM News. Virtual public hearings on the maps will be held on December 15th and 17th. Virginia residents can sign up to comment virtually or send written comments to the court by emailing redistricting at vacourts.gov. Under the last state budget proposed by Governor Ralph Northam, Virginia's historically black colleges and universities are set to receive nearly $300 million in additional funding. Javon Adams-Gaston, Norfolk State University's president, says HBCUs are historically underfunded. And when you underfund them like that, it's a cumulative effect. So when you do things that change that, you change not only the trajectory of the institution, you change the trajectory of your commonwealth and of the nation. Norfolk State University would get the largest chunk of money from Northam's budget, about $164 million. It will go to books, child care, and transportation for students. Virginia State University will receive the second most amount of funding from their proposal. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin says he wants Virginia out of the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. The move could slow down the statewide response to climate change and sea level rise. Jonah Grigowitz from partner station WHRO has more. Youngkin called Reggie a bad deal for Virginians at a meeting with the Hampton Roads Chamber of Commerce. But climate activists say pulling out would put coastal resiliency projects at risk. If we withdraw from Reggie, the Community Flood Preparedness Fund will be obsolete. Mary Carson Stiff is director of policy for Wetlands Watch. Reggie funds the Community Flood Preparedness Fund. Current Governor Ralph Northam proposed using it for sea level rise projects. Otherwise, localities would have to find money elsewhere, which could delay mitigation efforts. Like in Virginia Beach, where voters approved a referendum in November that will allow the city to issue up to $567 million in bonds to address stormwater and sea level rise. That's not the norm. They're joining few communities nationally who have taken such aggressive steps to secure funding for their community and to self-fund this work. Youngkin says he plans to use an executive order to withdraw from the initiative. That was Jonah Grinkowitz reporting. A drop in real estate taxes could be on the horizon for Chesterfield residents. The announcement was made at the State of the County address this week. 
According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, County Administrator Joe Casey is proposing that the rate goes down from $0.95 to $0.93 next year because there was an increase in home sale prices this year. Casey has also highlighted a need to reduce future tax rates to make the county a more affordable place to live and work. The Board of Supervisors is expected to vote on the proposal next week. Every town and city has that street known for its diversity and vibrance. As VPM News intern Adia Ghostin reports, a state grant aims to revitalize these important parts of the community. Wilmington Road serves as a gateway, connecting the Roanoke suburbs to the city. Bursting with cultural diversity, it's lined with immigrant-owned businesses and stores run by new residents. But since Interstate 581 was built, Valerie Brown says fewer people are visiting this area. And we want to change all that. Brown is the executive director of the Greater Wilmington Road Area Business Association. The association was recently awarded a $150,000 grant from the state. Brown plans to use the money to open a collab space to provide mentorship and training opportunities. A lot of individuals who might want to have that dream to own their own business but have no clue or no space to do anything like that. The Northern Administration says more than $4 million in grants were distributed to help local economies across the state. Adia Ghostin, VPM News. Visitors to Shenandoah National Park will soon have to pay more for some activities. The cost of accessing the park will remain the same, but prices will go up for camping and hiking, according to CBS 19. Campground fees will increase to $30 per night, while group campsite fees will rise to $75. New fees will also be established for backcountry camping and hiking the Old Rag Trail. Officials say the additional money from the fees will be used to improve facilities within the park. The campsite fees will take effect on December 16th. The other changes will be implemented by 2023. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, December 9th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.